Blog Talk Radio. Blowing your mind like we knew we would You know we're just strutting for fun 
in this great elaborate sentence that the ancestors has laid out. The question is, how do we do it? How do we actually bring that into manifestation um, other than just talking about it? You know what I mean? And we've demonstrated that for the past three years, man. Anybody hasn't, go to the website, myastrologycoach.com, and go pick up the Galactic Activation DVD. I, we can't stress that enough because that is the antidote. That's the antidote. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't going to get out of this thing no other way. You know what I mean? And I say I ain't going to get too fired up tonight, and I'm going to try not to, but try to keep it at an even kill. Go to the website, man. We got a lot of stuff going on, man. Uh, we got the spring equinox coming up next month, man. That thing crept up on us real, real fast. Um, so we'll be down there, man, in about, ooh, about, what we got, Noble 3, oh, five, about seven weeks maybe um, before we down mm-hmm. there in, um, in uh, Louisiana, man. We're going down. We're going to visit uh, Poverty Point. We're going to have a great time in Louisiana. We're going to shake some of that ancestral dust up down there and uh, get the mojo working. You know what I mean? We actually got to get to these places and restore the energy on the grid. You know, it takes human energy to get down here and interact. I know how, you know, a lot of people say, well, how do you do it? Just by going? No. When you realize that you have the ability to collapse photons and collapse electrons, then you know how powerful it is. You know what I mean? and getting to these places and actually putting the work in. That's the science. So meet us at, um, in Louisiana, man, in New Orleans, man. We're going down there to the Big Easy, Big Easy Magic Magic Tour. Um, we're going to visit a couple of sites. We're going to do the ceremonial work that we always do, and we're going to also have just a good old time down there, kick it, get out there on the strip, and enjoy ourselves, man, and be with people with like minds, uh, we welcome all people, man, newbies that's new to the game, that's new to metaphysics, uh, that's new to spirituality, man. We embrace y'all. Come on down. Um, we had a lot of people attending a lot of these trips with us, man. We hope to see y'all back down there with us, man. This is our first time in New Orleans and Louisiana. We've been all over the United States. We've been to Sedona. We've been to the Grand Canyon. We've been to Grandfather Mountain. We've been to St. Louis. We've been to Serpent Mound. We've been to Moundville. We've been, I mean, we just have been all over this place, shaking and moving, man, having a new experience, exciting our brains to have a new experience and get into a different environment, a different setting to, uh, to actualize what it is that we see in our minds, eyes, and port. So visit the website, man, if you're interested in that. We got a couple packages, man. Uh, we take care of the hotel um, transportation once you get down there, so you'll see the package for that. And then we have a package if you just want to meet us down there, if you got kinfolk down there already or you want to make your own arrangements for, to stay, you just want to participate with us in some of the ceremonial work and get into some of the festivities, we have a package uh, at play for that as well. So visit the website if you're interested in, in either or, you know what I mean? Um, what else we got going on, man? Uh, uh, the three wise men, man, be on the lookout for that. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Uh, we are waiting over to come up with the topic for the show because it's his turn to pick the topic this week. Quite sure it's going to be very, very interesting. The three wise men, myself, uh, the, the, the wonderful Sheikh, um, and Noble Man, you know what I mean? We, we get it in every Thursday. Last Thursday we had a very, very powerful show. You want to check the archives, man. We were talking about the significance of marriage. And uh, all three of us are married men. I'm the newbie on the block going into my first year, my anniversary coming up. This year, uh, Noble's a veteran, 10, 12 years. Um, I think the Sheikh got, what, about 20 years in, Noble? 
something deep, man. Yeah, yeah. He 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 got both feet and the knees in the game. He all the way in the game. So um, you know, it was a powerful show, man. Got a lot of great feedback from it. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to that show, giving us the feedback. We love it, man. We need the encouragement. Y'all the fuel to the fire, man, to keep us going, keep us motivated, uh, you know, and keep it interactive, man, you know, because we all support each other. That's what it's about. Um, so check the archives on that. Like I said, be on the lookout for that next week. Um, don't we want to tell the people about the event you got coming up, man, in a couple weeks? Uh, you know, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in Columbus February 16th and the 23rd, man. Um, um, building on the, uh, what is this, man? I'm, I'm going to do this joint called the Jewish Ransom on Black Power. And, um, you know, it, it's, just, it's just one of them joints, man, where it is, it's, uh, it, I'm, I'm just going to take the air off the room because the information... And I may get into it later today, man, right tonight. You know, the things that we present as consciousness, um, in all honesty, seriously, and I I, want to be clear when I say this, um, there's nothing like it ever. And when you go listen to different lectures, you're going to hear the same old thing. And that's not bad. I'm not knocking that because you need to know history. You need to know political status. You need to learn how to navigate. You need to learn how to eat healthy. You need to know these things. These are great things. They fall inside of the celestial will of creation. So they have their place. I'm not knocking it. I am telling you that the new frontier of consciousness is all about how to create events with your mind, literally. Create an event with your mind and make that event, uh, 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 in a sense, make that event make world news so you can see your event on a global scale and how it impacts the world. You can do this with your mind. So Jewish Ransom on Black Power is we forgot how to do that, and then we kept on looking at, oh, the Jews did this, and they, 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 the Illuminati, they, 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 they. They put Bruno Mars at the, at the halftime show trying to harness the energy. Shut up. That dumb stuff, man. Like, it's retarded stuff that I'm hearing these days. See, I'm telling you, we lost the true power of the mind, literally. February 16th, man, and the 23rd. The 23rd, Eileen Bay is in Columbus, Ohio. I'll open up for him, and uh, I'm pretty much going to go probably go back over what I, what I drop on the 16th because I thought I was going to get into something new about auras and all that stuff, but I think that I'm going to have to literally show the people um, the power of what's new. And, and, and that's the whole key that the creator wants to have a new experience inside of consciousness. And when I say consciousness, I'm not talking about human consciousness and people who think they're smart. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about consciousness as a life force. The life force seeks to have a new experience. So what are we doing who are say we are conscious? 
we have to create new experiences, you see? And, and for some reason, black power does not see how spirituality plays the major, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's the all-seeing eye on top of the pyramid. It's that pretty cherry on top of the whipped cream that's on top of your pie. It's the finishing touch of any recipe to make it all complete, and I'm, I'm going to have to draw that point home. All right, so February 16th, Columbus, Ohio, and the 23rd, Columbus, Ohio, Ningozi's, um Barbershop, and at the end of the show, I'll get y'all the contact information and the actual address. I just got to find one of my sticky notes around here and whatnot, but mark your calendar if you can make it to the Midwest on the 16th and the 23rd. Absolutely, absolutely, and I want to emphasize this. It is not a theoretical conversation about no. anything. It's no, this is it's not going to be we just talking about it and then you, you show a YouTube clip of somebody else's work or, or, or that, you know, or some doctored photos. It's not going to be none of that. It's going to, we're going to walk you through a, a timeline and a sequence of events based off of meditations that were documented, what was inside of the meditations, and then you will see the same thing that you projected into what you think is empty space and watch it come back in this reality with the same characters involved that you had inside of your visualization. An absolute fact. We did it for two and a half years straight. Straight. This is not theory. We're not going to guide you through no textbook or take you back through no whole bunch of literature from 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago, we're going to show you real-time events in, in, in your modern-day reality, and it's going to be verified without a shadow of a doubt. I just want to make that clear, because when we talk in spirituality, it's a whole different type of spirituality. Probably from, from you, know, you know, a lot of people keep up with what we do, but anybody that's new that's listening it's not what you think it is, contrary to a lot of what you heard here, dealing with spirituality. It's not that. So uh, you're in for a treat, man. I'm going to be in the house, man, supporting noble man, doing what he do, and, uh, and, and, and watch that young man blow the roof off that joint. But um, uh, we got some, I got a program, and I'm going to talk about that later because it's pertinent to this information that I'm going to share tonight, so I'll get into that to my new program. Uh, later on in the show, it's called the Neuron Network, but we'll get into that later. And I know Noble got a few new projects he's working on. Maybe he want to save those for later. But I want to get into the bill this evening, man. Um, you know, we had, you know, Super Seattle Seahawks, right, Denver Broncos, right? And, you know, it's the Super Bowl, man. So it's going to be one of them, one of them instances where you got millions of people glued to the tube. This is when the God Force or the ancestors like to come through to give you what we call synchronicities and correspondences. This is important to understand. This is how the Creator will weave its way through this reality 
in order to give you a spiritual cognition or message. There's other ways, but this is, this is the primary way in which we have seen it come through in this dimension by way of synchronistic events and correspondences where things are on the same parallel that have similar or exact meaning to one another and they match up in reference to the story. This is important. Okay? Now, I'm going to take you all back because this game, the, 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 the round of applause started way before last night, way before last night. If you remember last year, Super Bowl, you had, and we did a show on it too, I uh, forget what we called it, but we went through a series of shows on last year's Super Bowl. And we only did this one this year, man. We, you know, it is what it is. But last year you had the San Francisco 49ers lined up against the 11 best men lined up against the 11 best of the Baltimore Ravens in the Super, in Super, Bowl, Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans. Okay? Now, Everybody knows what happened. The lights went out after the halftime show, and voila. You know what I mean? We, we, you know, it was the big thing in metaphysics. Everybody talked about what they thought the reason was. Beyonce came through, blew the lights out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, because I, I, I'm, I'm Mercury all day, so I, I watch the sports thing. I do that. That's what I do. And all this year, I keep up, man. I watch the football games. I watch the basketball games because I like to see competition. You know what I mean? You know, young men, women passionate about what they do. Uh, they're competing, man, and they're trying to be the best that they can be, man. They have a goal, they, and they're driven to want to accomplish something. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, this year, you had three games throughout the course of the 2013-2014 season that resulted in delay. Three games. Now, you know, they'll play football in all kind of conditions. Like, it's rare that you have a football game canceled because of weather. This is extremely rare. They play in rain, sleet, snow, you name it, they're going to play in it. Three games this year out of the 16 games that they play. Three games were delayed because of storms that came through with an immense force of lightning. This is important. Very important. The first game was none other than the San Francisco 49ers against the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to show you how to create a word. The 49ers were in the Super Bowl last year. The Seahawks won it this year. One, that, that was one of the games that was delayed for an extensive period of time because Mother Nature came through by way of storm and lightning, and it was so bad that they had to tell the people to evacuate the stadium. It was the Seattle Super Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. On the very same day, it was another game delayed. 
It was the New Orleans Saints against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, hold on. The stadium and the team in which the Super Bowl was held the prior year was in New Orleans. So you got, look at what you got at play here. You got the, the team in the stadium where the Super Bowl was held last year involved in a situation where nature comes through and shuts the game down. You got another team that actually played in a game in the city of New Orleans where it had to be a delay because Mother Nature came through with a storm and shut the game down. The other game that got shut down was here in my hometown, Chicago. It was the Chicago Bears versus the Baltimore Ravens, which was the other team in New Orleans in the Super Bowl. So now we have a parallel going on. You see a synchronicity unfolding. The teams and the stadium that were involved in the prior year's Super Bowl all were involved in games this year. The only three games this year in the NFL due to storm and weather-related instances or, or situations. Is this a coincidence? Because I'm going somewhere with this. How is that possible? Out of all these teams, these are the teams on these days in these cities where Mother Nature decides to act out. 49ers, Seattle, Ravens, New Orleans, all have implications on the Super Bowl. This year, obviously, the Seahawks winning it. And obviously, last year, the people that played in it and the city that hosted it and the team whose stadium it is being New Orleans, right? So that's, that's, that's setting the tone because I'm going somewhere to show you all what the ancestors is really trying to tell you you have the power to do if you tap into that universal current. But it's something that you have to do first in order to have it uh, operating at a very, very precise level, right? This is where your ceremonial uh, 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 magic comes into play because you're not going to beat the enemy who is, who is putting things in your environment to trip you up with any of the things that you think you're going to be, you're not going to use no law against this dude. You're not going to use no weapons against this dude. You're not going to use no money against this dude. None of those things, even though some of them may be Band-Aids, right, and some of those things might get you to where you want to be on an individual level, but every time we talk about this subject matter, People get to talking about unity and how we need to become together. So you can't use those things individually and then say as a unit, this is what we have to do. No, 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 no. It don't work that way. So it's another force that exists that if you unite together, will will we'll bring this thing to proper checks and balances, okay? Now, we're going we gonna to get into the game. Twelve seconds into the game last night, it was a score. It was a safety. Now, you have to pay attention to numbers, obviously, because this is what makes up this, this whole dynamic that we exist in, mathematics, right? Twelve seconds into the game, it was a safety. Now, it's interesting because a safety is the only play in football where the, the, the defensive team gets the points and then their offensive team receives the ball. 
So it is a combination of defense and offense all in the same play, which results in a score, right? But mind you that 12 seconds from the, from the kickoff to Manning doing all the play calling, when the ball was snapped, the erroneous snap that went into the end zone and caused the safety, 12 seconds had ran off the clock. We all know over here in my astrology coach, we deal with the Zodiac intensively. So right off the bat, the ancestors is coming through telling you that you're going to have to deal with the science of this 12. Well, you're going to have to have a priesthood that understands the science of this 12 if you are to utilize every aspect of this reality. Because remember, the safety is the only one where it's defense, offense, and score. So you're not just playing defense. You're just not playing offense. Everything is go- everything that in- incorporates the game on both sides of the ball, that one play it exhibits all of that into that one play, which is known as a safety. Now, a safety gives you two points. So when you go over to numerology, two is the reason for divination. Two is uh, intuitiveness, spirituality. It is the first number that you can divide and still get a whole number, which is one. You understand what I'm saying? So, so when you understand the two, this is where, obviously, uh, division, divine, the same root, divine, division, it's the same thing. So these sciences are being able to balance in between the physical and the spiritual world, people who are gifted enough to do that, to be able to receive the cognition in their brains in order to tell you on one side what another side is communicating and vice versa. You see what I'm saying? So right off the bat, you're dealing with a spiritual component. You're dealing with a safety. You're dealing with two. And by the way, what is the symbol that they use in the game when it's a safety? The referee puts his hands together as if he's in a prayer mode. His hands go together as if he's praying, right, or divining, this type of thing. So moving forward, you have, what did you have? You had a gentleman by the name of, because we call the show tonight, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl recap, and Percy Harvin, the lightning thief. Now, you have a young man by the name of Percy Harvin who immediately, from the first play of the game when Seattle got the ball, made an impact on the game. Obviously, we know what he did at the halftime, at, right at the halftime. Now, and remember, follow the correspondences and the synchronicities in the game. Percy Harvin initially played for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay? He wore number 12. Watch how this 12 going to keep showing up on you, showing you that it's the science of the this, 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 this Zodiac belt. He, he wore the number 12 when he played for the Minnesota Vikings. When he came over to the Seattle Seahawks, I think they gave him like six years, $67 million, or something like that. They, he had to wear number 11. He wanted 12, but 12 was already retired in Seattle. They gave the number 12 to their fan base because anybody that ever watched the Seattle Seahawks game, they got the loudest stadium in football. Like you, If you're on the opposing team, you got to have a silent snap count because you're not going to be able. You're not going. You're not going to be able to hit a quarterback in there, make call to play. So they got a jersey ret- retired number twelve, and they call it the twelfth man because they say they, they fans is actually the twelfth man 
uh, because that's that's where they had the advantage. Because in football, you got eleven men on either side of the ball. So right off the bat, you're dealing with the eleven frequency. You're dealing with a, with a, with a with a variable of magic, and we know that NFL is the top grossing sport in the world. You see what I'm saying? So we're looking at this thing, and Percy Harvin, who used to wear 12, comes over to Seattle. Now he's wearing the number 11. Now let me give you a little of the Kabbalistic lore dealing with the numerology on the number 11. 11 is the sacred magic of light, of fire, and of love. It is the odic force of the universe. All right? Now, let's look at this thing. I want to build on this 11 a little bit. Because I'm Jew 11, 11. This this phenomenon has followed me and has been inside of me and been dwelling with me my entire life. But I've become aware of it over the last four or five years of, of this potency. So let's look at this 11, right? This odic force that they call it. It is it is it is the plasma of life. It is the it is the force that connects all things in the universe that we call ether. But it's, in scientific terms, they call it plasma. All right, and they say that the sun is what is nothing but a gigantic ball of plasma, right, which goes through these cycles every eleven years, right, where the magnetic frequency of the sun shifts. Right? Now, they say what? They say it takes light eight minutes, which is the magician, eight. We're going to get into the eight a little bit tonight. They say it takes the sunlight eight minutes to travel, 93 million miles to hit this earth. That means, I'm going to show you how, how the numerics is all around us in nature. That means that it takes light. Uh, light travels at approximately 11 million miles a minute before it reaches this third rock from the sun called the earth. So you're seeing how this 11 frequency is playing into um, the connection of all things and this sacred magic of light. You see, you're dealing with it on a universal scale. So anytime you see somebody vibrating around that number, you can guarantee something special going to happen. It's just, just, it's just bound to happen. So when we look at Percy Harvin, I said, okay, well, let me take a peek at this guy. He's May 28th. I already talked about the Gemini frequency being the, 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 the sporting events. So May 28th, he's a born Gemini. Gemini rules the brain. It is the messenger, right? So we gonna, I'm going to talk about the brain in the program that I have what, what the ancestors are trying to communicate to us at this particular time in order to access what we need to in order to make real change on this planet. Now, Percy, his name is Percy Harvin. That ain't nothing but Perseus in the mythology. You have to list, look at the names, look at the numbers, everything involved in this, with the situation. You got Percy Harvin. This is Perseus. Now, it was an oracle on Perseus that was given to his grandfather, uh, his grandfather's name was uh, Acrisius, was his grandfather's name. He went to the Delphi, the, uh, 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 Oracle of Delphi, and she told him that you're going to have a, you're going to have a grandson who is going to kill you. And she told him who the son, who the grandson, which one of his children would bear the grandson, and he he banished him. He, he threw him in the sea, right, i.e. Seahawk, 
she he threw uh, his daughter and, and 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 to the sea like get out of here because I, I don't want this prophecy to come true. So you got to beat it, right? So in the but the oracle end up coming true. The oracle end up coming true. Came back to the town where the grandfather was at. And his intention wasn't to kill him because he didn't even know about what had been prophesied about him. Perseus didn't. He went back, and he ended up, he, he went back because in this particular town, all they did was play sporting events and sporting games. Go check the mythology. This is a fact inside of the mythology. So we have Perseus, who, or we have Percy who is one of the top athletes in the NFL, right, playing in a sporting game, right? Perseus in the mythology goes back to a town where he kills his grandfather with a discus by mistake because he wanted to go back and be involved in the sporting events in the town, Perseus, or Percy, because remember we're looking at the parallel between the two. Percy Harvin has suffered from head injuries and migraines for almost his entire career. All all the time while he was with Minnesota, he suffered from uh, migraines uh, and, 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 and head injuries, concussions, quite a bit, right? Now, remember I told you mercury governs the brain. And and the reason that this is important because the universal mind, or what we call God, closes itself inside of what you call your supercomputer, the brain. If your brain is not optimal and you have a lot of overactive or underactive reasons in the brain, then the universal spirit or mind has a tough time downloading new evolutionary patterns into into you as as the living vessel on this planet. It's like putting on a five thousand dollar outfit and then getting in a hoopty. You just it just don't pan out right. It just not it's not gonna work out right. You know what I mean? So when we looking at Percy Harvin, he has a a history of head injuries, which is mercury, which is the brain. Okay? Now We'll show you how this 11 follows him around. The Seattle Seahawks signed him on March 11th. And remember, he wears the number 11, but it used to be 12, i.e. the Zodiac. He, they signed him on March 11th. They activated him on the roster on 11-11 of this year. And he played his first game of the season against his old team, the Vikings, on week 11 of the season. So this is how the ancestors, and they, they see, we can do it from the physical side, but they do it all the time from the etheric side. This is how the ancestors collapse photons and electrons and your reality, right, and then it shows up synchronistically by way of these mathematical sequences, all these 11s be around you. And, you, and if you're not really cognizant or aware of it, it you like he, he, he probably not even aware of it like that. Like, man, I came here, I had to switch to number 11. They signed me on 3-11. They activated me on 11-11. I played my first game on week 11? Hmm. 
against the old team that they traded me from, hmm, out of all weeks, this is when I finally got healthy enough to play against my former team, hmm, ain't that a parallel uh, situation, right? So, so all season long, all season long, he only took 20 snaps from the line of scrimmage, 20 snaps. 20 is judgment. So the spirit world is lining up these events. Like he could have took 21 snaps. He could have took 19. He could have took 35. He could have took any other number, but he took 20. And that is the, that is, that is the correspondence to judgment. Like it's time for you to go down to judgment, to the, to, you know, to, take the, to the judgment scene. You know what I mean? It's time for you to go get – your things got to be weighed now, young man or young lady. You see? So he's carrying the energy of judgment with him, right? And then he comes over into this game where finally he's healthy enough. What is the spirit world trying to tell you using this odic force of light through Percy Harvin saying this is how you're going to render the judgment, people, figure out how you're really connected to these things down here called elements, right? Because remember I told you all the teams involved in the Super Bowl last year in the actual stadium were involved in the only three games this year that were canceled because of Mother Nature and storms or lightning. But when you study plasma, which is the 11th frequency dealing with the sun, when you study plasma, when lightning strikes, because lightning is a form of plasma, it releases energy that is six times greater than the surface of the sun. Huh? So what is the spirit world trying to tell us? So we got to look at this thing. Halftime rolls around. Bruno Mars do his thing, you know. You know, and I, I, I'm not, I don't do the conspiracy thing anymore. I'm sorry because I can't look at it like that anymore. I look at it as the ancestors, the angelic realm is sending cognitions down here so that we can understand what's the next move that we need to make and get involved in some of these activations when we're ready to go there, because we really stopped talking about it because we knew the people weren't really ready for it at that particular time. But since it calls for it in this moment, then I decided to, to, to bring it back to the surface. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to let it lay dead and then it just go dormant and people don't have it somewhere in their mind to know this is how it's supposed to look when we start to activate and become galactic beings and start to interact with these things called elements and photons and electrons in this reality. It's like the, the double slit experiment that they did when they, when they shoot the electron through the double slit, and when it goes through the slit, it creates these waves. It's a wave particle that, that, that's projected on the back wall. But when you put an eyeball, what the scientists decided to do, they said, well, let's observe what happens. Let's take a peek at what goes on. The minute they put a device behind the barrier to see what actually goes on on the other side of the wall, the electron took on a whole different reality and formed a single file line versus a wave of lines. So what does this tell you? Your observation on particles that you cannot see can cause them to have a definite shape in this reality. This is a fact, and I don't want people getting all spooky and scared and, you know, oh, man, they come out, they can manipulate matter with their mind. you damn right that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. 
we've done it several times. Okay? Now, it's halftime of the show, right? Bruno Mars go up there. Huh, interesting that they would have a Mars frequency up there like, hmm, this is the way that you go to war. But anyway, I ain't going to get into all that because I didn't really dissect him like that because I, I really just really got into it today. I was watching the game with my partners yesterday just casually just on some kick it. It was about 20 of us over my partner crib, and I wasn't even looking at the game in a spiritual light. You know what I mean? But when I got the call today, the motivation came on me like, nah, you go and drop it. So halftime. But it's halftime. You know, we think it's just for festivities and singing and intermission and go get your beer and your hot dogs or whatever you're getting at the game, right? But the history of halftime, because we have to look at this, it was it, it come from across the water in England. Um, they wrote out some bylaws dealing with the actual rules of, of football years ago, centuries ago. And the initial format for halftime was if you had two teams, like they both, like say for instance me and Noble, we finna get on the gridiron and we finna, you know, we finna go at it. And referee would say, okay, Jew, what set of, what type of rules do you like to play by? And Apu, what type of rules do you like to play by? And we would get a referee the rules, and then the referee would say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. For one half of football, Apu, you're going to have to play by Jew rules, the way that he likes to play the game. And Jew, for one half of football, you're going to have to play the, the game the way Apu likes to play by the way his rules are, 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 are structured. So halftime used to be a situation where you – you had to play by somebody else's rules. It wasn't just an intermission for you to go get breaks and watch Beyonce and Janet Jackson and Justin Bieber and whoever else do the performance. Culture of halftime was dealing with, okay, now it's time to switch the rules up on you. You, you know, y'all play with helmets. We don't play with helmets. Let's see how y'all like that. So in essence, the spirit world is saying, it's time for somebody or some, a group of people to change the rules and change the dynamic in which the way the game is played. How do I know this? Our memories are so short. What happened last year at the half, after the halftime show? Jacoby Jones for the Baltimore Ravens ran the ball back a record 108 yards on the first play from scrimmage after halftime. So you saw something dynamic take place. In other words, once we go to the other side, it's on. It's, 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 the energy has completely shifted. Well, Jacoby Jones, check this, so you got a spirit where it work, is born on 7-11. But his number is number 12. So Jacoby Jones for the Baltimore Ravens is number 12. Percy Harvin, whose number was 12, but he had to give it up because the fans took number 12 in Seattle, had to go to number 11. So for the sake of argument, had the Seattle Seahawks fan not been so great, he still would have been wearing number 12. So you're dealing with a 12 dynamic, which is the Zodiac, at halftime after the break 
both these men in consecutive Super Bowls have a dynamic play from the first play from scrimmage on the kickoff return. This is not a coincidence. This is not a coincidence. So the spirit world is telling you when you decide to play by a different rule, this is how, this is how dynamic you can be. When, it, when, when it's your turn, but are you willing to tap in into the universal force in these elements on the planet? Because until you do that, you're going to have to keep playing by the other team's rules, buddy. And his rules are courtrooms, weapons of mass destruction, intimidation, police brutality, standard ground law. You're going to have to play by those rules. But when you decide to go over here on this other side, when you realize that, you're, that you have another state, a part of you that can be evolved, then the rules can change. Don't mean that you're supposed to violate that ability, right? But it makes no sense for us to even go over there if our brains are not cohesive and parallel, and this is what the hair injury represents with Percy Harvin. Our brains have to be balanced because it makes no sense for us to go over here and start fooling with nature in that way when after we make the changes and after we bring the pain, it's a bunch of ignorant folks walking around here talking about, you know, look, look at us now. This is what we're doing. We right here. This is this is what we got for ammunition when we get to talking this type of thing. Oh, his his pineal gland is calcified, and oh, the sun is gonna burn him up, and oh, he's a barbarian. Man, please, this dude is checking in, and the spirit world keeps speaking loud and clear, and all we do is keep interpreting it and never putting no action in on the ceremonial side. It takes two to tango. I keep, I just said it before. The creator is on the dance floor doing the Watutsi, and we sitting down on the couch just watching and thinking something's going to happen. But the glyph for Mercury is universal mind. Uh, um, excuse me. The glyph for Mercury is uh, the mind of man or humanity, then the universal mind, then matter. So the brain is, is the component that gets you to tap into your own essence and ability, the creator's universal force, in order for you to have an effect on matter, i.e. the cross, at the bottom of the glyph of Mercury. You understand? So this is why Percy Harvin is the Gemini, see, dealing with the Mercury principle. So we got, we got him running the ball back. Now, Pete Game, remember I told you the first score that happened from scrimmage happened when 12 seconds had ran off the clock. For safety. When Percy Harvin ran that ball back, 75-some-odd yards, 12 seconds had gone off the clock at the beginning of the second half. So from the time they kicked it off to the time he picked it up and it touched his hand to the time he weaved his way through all of those defenders to run it all the way back to the end zone, it took 12 seconds. Now, what is the spirit world trying to say about this 12? Jacoby Jones 12. Percy Harvin used to wear 12, but now he's wearing 11, which is the Odic Force. The first score of the game happened on the 12. Uh, the first score at the halftime happens on the 12. So is the creator or the universal mind saying if you want to tap into this current that's on the other side of halftime, you're going to have to learn the science of this zodiac and not just on the mundane stuff. I'm talking about the upstairs stuff. 
See, this is what this is about. Now, it's interesting because Percy Harvin is known as a special teams player, all right? Jacoby Jones is known as a special teams player. In football, you have three stages of the team. You have the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball, and you have the special team, all right? I like to equate this to this. The offensive side of the ball is the RGB boys, the black power boys, right, that's, that's want to put the work in. They, 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 you know, they the aggressive. They, 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 they want to push it to the metal, right? The defensive side of the ball is the law boys, the Moors and all these type of brothers, et cetera, because they like, man, what can, you know, what can we use to try to buy ourselves some time? Well, let's get into this law and figure this thing out to try to keep these people off us for as long as we can and it'd be like what Martin Luther King said, let me just see if you're going to be true to what you said on paper. Now, you know, this stuff read like this, but when I get in here and I try to apply it, then you're telling me that uh, we don't understand what you're talking about, brother. You know, this is some outdated stuff, and we don't understand, and nah, we, we ain't, it ain't going to fly. So the offensive and the defensive side of the ball is these two entities. The special teams is what I like to call the priesthood or the, the high priest or the high priestesses of the game. These are people that are specialists at something. They're rarely on the field. They only come on the field for punts, kickoff returns, and field goals. So they're not on the field as long as the offense or the defensive side of the ball. But they're specialists. They all do something exceptionally well that the other players on the offensive or the defensive side of the ball can't quite do. It's a specialty in this divination and the science of, of, of tuning in into these, uh, these invisible realms is definitely a specialty. And I can understand why sometimes the people on, in the consciousness on either side of the ball is like, man, we ain't rocking with them. You know, a lot of times the punters and the kickers don't get no love on the football team. They, so they, they tell them, man, they make the kickers and the punters ride on the back of the plane when they travel to tour for them. Like, they don't get no respect. Special team guys, they don't hardly get no respect. You know what I mean? They feel like, oh, man, what y'all do ain't nothing. But little do you know the special team score uh, the second amount of points outside of the offensive side of the ball because they're kicking all the field goals, which is three points, all the extra points. They're giving you the field. The special team's punter is giving you the field position. He's pinning, the, he's pinning the opposition within the 20-yard line. You know, some of them so good, they pin them down on the one-yard line. They're so special kicking that ball and covering that field. See what I'm saying? So this is what the priesthood is here to do. We're here to tap into what you can't see and put us in a position where we are uh, 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 at an advantage in the field of play whenever the other two sides of the ball decide to come on over here and holler at us. We ready. We ready. It's something like the clerics in the, in the, in the cartoon Thundercats. When, when, when they got attacked and, the, and, the, and um, the lizards came in, they was get, the, the cats was getting scraped, man. The lizards came in, man. Some of the cats had turned on some of the cats and went over to the lizard side, and then the, the kingdom was falling. And the only thing that held the kingdom up, they went to the last resort. They had to go to the clerics, which were the cats who knew magic. 
they were the only ones that were able to ward off the lizards who had found out the science of technology. See, does that sound familiar? But anyways, moving on, right? So that's, that's, that's Percy Harvin in the game in a nutshell. Now, important is, I told you, Perseus kills his grandfather mistakenly with a discus because it was like an, an Olympic town. They, all they did was play a, a, a Olympic games in this town where Perseus went back to. Um, and when you go go Google the uh, discus, it's a game that they play where they you know the, you know these big strong men in the triathlon they they take this discus and they spin around and then they fling this thing that looks like a disc to see how far they can get it to go, right? And um, so you got to like once again you got to look at the synchronicity it's a, a discus we're dealing with Percy you know Perseus Percy. Uh, the lightning thief, I, I already explained to you the power of lightning. I already explained to you how the storms came through and the lightning shut the games down in the same or against the same teams that were involved in the Super Bowl last year and the one that actually won it this year, right? Noble has been talking about <coughs> – excuse me. Uh, hold on one second, sorry. Noble, I'm back. Noble has been talking about. He put it. He put a, a, a MP3 together dealing with Mercury. Interesting how this comes about. Mercury and Archangel uh, Gabriel, and uh, it's on the website. It's available. Uh, he's talking. He said how Gabriel is, is is coming through, and this is exactly what's going on now. When you, for those that don't know, Gabriel is considered to be a female archangel. A female archangel. Okay. Now, the top discus performer in the history of the Olympics, right, is a woman by the name of Gabrielle Reich, okay? She has the all-time record for throwing the discus. She threw it 251 feet. When you go into the Kabbalistic Encyclopedia, 251 is Uriel or a magical force, huh? A magical force, Perseus, the mythology, lightning. He's wearing number 11, which is the magical force or the magical light of God. And then you go look up with how far this woman threw by the name of Gabriel, and it comes out to a magical force or a coming race, as in a different species of people, a new race of people or a new consciousness coming into play. Now, it's interesting because guess who they had at the Super Bowl all week? All week. Does anybody remember 
Gabby Douglas, the young lady who they were trying to talk about her hair, who won the all-around competition in the Olympics a couple years back. Her name is Gabrielle Douglas. They had her at MetLife Stadium all week, okay? And she got to interview Peyton Manning. She got to ask him a question amongst all the media storm that was in the building. As you know, the players have to take up the obligation to talk to the media during Super Bowl week. Now, now, remember I told you language, numbers. You've got to look for the synchronicity and the parallel. If you go Google Gabby Douglas at the Super Bowl, this is what it's going to read. Inside Edition, who she was working for, said they sent Gabrielle as a, and this, this is the exact term that they used. They sent Gabrielle or, or Gabrielle as a correspondent agent. This is the exact phrase that they use. They say we're sending Gabrielle Douglas as a corresponding agent. Now, I told y'all we've been demonstrating this all year, the science of correspondence. I said that at the top of the show. We have to understand parallels, correspondences, and synchronicities. They flat out told you that we're sending Gabby in here as a corresponding agent to something, for something. You follow me? So remember, I told you, in order, human beings are the present-day hieroglyphics in the flesh. We are not on the walls anymore. We're not. We're walking around. We're talking. The, 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 the science and the metaphysics has went to interpreting people and not symbols on the wall. The symbols are now the people that you look at every day in your present-day environment and all these major stories that happen on the news. Get, a, get very acquainted with it because you'll start to notice a whole lot of stuff, right? So they sent her in as a corresponding agent. Now, early in the week, I don't have a Facebook, but my good friend Noble allows me to come through there and drop stuff when I need to, man, because I'm really not a you know, that type of dude, man. But early in the week, now Noble had put the Gabriel thing out maybe about, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, eight, nine days ago maybe, and he put it out, and a couple days later, well, I'll let him tell that story, and that's his story if you want to tell it. But Gabrielle, which is a corresponding agent, interviews Peyton Manning. And this is what she asked him. She says, are you excited or are you nervous? I said, oh, no, 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 no. Now, it is a phrase that I invented and me and Noble share, and this is what we say when, when, when somebody's pushing us to the limit. We always say, Please don't excite my nervous system. She asked Peyton Manning 
Was he excited or was he nervous? Now, for those that are into the, the, the occult or the hidden sciences, and don't get scared, people, when you hear occult, nothing scary about it. I know you probably heard that many times, but there may be some new people on the line. Uh, there's nothing scary about a coat. It just means it's not, it's not in, in, in everybody's awareness. It's just not commonplace, all right? When you start to study ceremonial magic or ceremony in, in general, your nervous system plays a major part in the outcome when you're doing ceremony, and it needs to be excited. So Gabriel is coming through telling us that in order for you to go where you're going, people, there is a certain level of excitement that needs to take place in your nervous system. Now, there's many ways to do this, and they're primarily done through your senses. And I ain't going to get into all of that tonight, but this is the science of what's going on if we're to tap into these elements to do what we need to do to bring forth a change down here because guess what? You've seen these Arctic blasts coming through these cities. It's been shutting them down all over the country, hasn't it? Federal buildings are closing. Schools are closing. Roads are closing. There is nothing nobody can do with nature. Nothing. And Stop being so spooked out about these movies and think everybody in the movies is trying to run a conspiracy on you. And, oh, did you see what they – no, no, it don't work like that all the time. you got to be mindful and cognizant enough to know – see, it's like this. If the, either the ancestors are in control or they're not. Either the creator is in control or it's not. It, 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 we, you know – Sometimes I, I tell them all the times a lot of people that are low-key atheists and they only use God as a reference point when it's, when it's conducive or everybody else is saying it and it's like ashe and, you know, hotep and, you know, it, it becomes real cliche and it's really, really, it's, not, it's really not coming from a genuine place. So in nature, in nature and in, in these movies, and I'm going to give you a prime example, and I always use this one. I'm going to use it again. In the movie Avatar, when they were getting scraped by the opposition, when the Avatar was getting scraped, the, 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 the chief of the tribe had just died, the mama had witnessed it, and the daughter who trained Jake Sully started to retreat. You know, she, she was going to run away and, you know, just say, hey, man, I escaped into the forest and, and you know, I had to, you know, live to fight another day. But then something came down over her. She stopped, she did an about face, she drawed her bow back, and she decided that she was going to stand in and fight. The moment her mind decided that she was going to fight every animal in nature came out to the people who were organic to the landmass. Every animal. And what happened? They, from that point, it was a three, it was a 180. What, what, what looked like the opposition coming in to take over the planet, yeah, everything backfired when, when nature came in and the animals came in to, to render support and aid. 
So a lot of times in these movies, they telling you what the answer is. The answer is nature. See, but when you when you hear it broken down in this light, somehow it's a barrier in our brains that suggests that that type of stuff is impossible. That somebody trying to sell you on some hocus pocus, blah 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 blah. But then we get to talking about ancestors, and Marcus Garvey said, "Meet me in the whirlwind," and we pump our chest out and beat on our chest like gorillas. But what does that mean? Look for me in the whirlwind. He's saying that when I transition up out of here, when you want to call on me, look for me in one of the nature spirits, and I'm going to come through here and cause some havoc, you see. So when you see all of these storms shutting down, don't, be, don't fall for the people say, oh, harp this, and the King Alfred planned that, and, you know, it's a conspiracy, and they're going to do this, and they're going to lead you off to the concentration camp, and all of this type of thing. Shut that out immediately. Because it, it, that's been going on for 20 years, and I ain't seen nobody get marched off to the camp yet. I ain't seen it. I ain't seen Harp come through and devastate a whole city. I ain't seen it like that, man. I just ain't seen it. But what I have seen, I've seen galactic activation. I've seen us tap in into the quantum world. I've seen us manipulate uh, photons and electrons, and they come back and, and it's basically like fairy dust surrounding some individual out there in the world where somehow, some way, everything that we put into that ceremony comes back in that news story as a checkpoint to let us know that this is some of y'all work right here. The, the correspondence is, is, is better than a fingerprint. You understand? So if, we, if we're going to get anything from all of these breakdowns, the ancestors is clearly trying to tell you nature and through these elements. And, and when you decide to play the game on your term, i.e. storm in X-Men, and to, and, to, and to go to that level, then things will start to change. But first, first, before we do that, what condition is your brain in? Because that universal current that you're trying to tap into, it's not going to operate properly. What condition is your brain and your body in? Are you, are you electric? Well, how, how, how far does your magnetism reach? All of these things are important when we get to talking like this. It's just, not, it's just not an overnight thing. You know what I mean? So this is where the neuron network comes in. I've facilitated this, um, this network. I put it together. It's going to launch March 5th. I've been running free trials for people. We've had like 20 people come over so far and give it a test run. I'll probably do it a few more times this week, probably run it two or three times every week up until March 5th to show you all what the software actually looks like. I do a screen sharing where uh, I let you come over and we exercise these, dif these different regions of the brain. We exercise them. Then I got some more software on the way where I'll be able to detect what area of the brain is overactive or underdeveloped. I'll be able to detect it. I got some software on the way. You know what I mean? But you have to show up to workshops and classes in order to deal with that because you have to physically be there so I can hook you up, you know what I mean, so that you can see. So we're taking it to a whole other level, man, you know what I mean, of, of, of actually bringing some real clarity to the people and, um, and, and knowing the steps that it takes in order to get us to a more pristine state. That way, if we do decide to go that way, because the ancestors is calling on it all day, they like, this is, this is this right here is the way to go. 
but what would the world look like if we decide to do that and then there's a bunch of people around here still with all these mental disorders? Okay, so what we come through and we send the, the storm through or, 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 or the earthquake through and we shake this whole grid up, then what? We just we all going to still be walking around here and the best we're going to do is, well, this pineal gland is still calcified and the sun going to burn them up. You need people with well-lit brains to be able to create civilization, be able to keep moving, keep grooving, still be able to deal with technology on a certain level to be able to va- advance us and where we need to go. So all of these things is relative, but it takes time. You know what I mean? It takes time. You know what I mean? So with that, man, I'm going to pass it over to Noble, and I'm going to let him build, man, because that's my wrap-up on the recap for Super Bowl 48, man, Percy Harvin and the Lightning Thief. Man, that's what it is, man. Hey, man, listen, I, I, I took, you know, I had, I saw, man, this, you know, the whole Super Bowl thing, man, like, like the Prime Minister said, you know, Earlier, we was like, yo, man, I ain't, I ain't even, I ain't on it, you know. Two years ago, at Giant Super Bowl, man, we had a hell of a show. And, you know, if you notice now, I took a lot of the shows down and archive and them and you know, eventually put them up on the website. Um, but there was a radio show, for those of you who was with us then, where the, when the Giants won the Super Bowl and, the, and homeboy Bradshaw, number 44, actually, um you know, as if he got pushed in, he stopped at the goal line and something just like pushed him in. Well that show before the football game, before the actual you know, the pregame show, we actually went outside and, and, and meditated on the moon. The blue pill came through with the law of forty four. And we had a very strong show and the Prime Minister was talking about how to center your emotions, throw your emotions out into the cosmos and my job is to understand the imprint that's available, the portal that's opening, and tell you what what emotion to cast inside of that. And to see 44 as if something pushed him over just showed the collective force of thought. And I said, shit, I'm good. I'm straight. And then we did the Super Bowl last year, and you know, breaking that whole thing down with you got to learn how to become the referee where – no matter who wins, it's your story because it comes from the divine world, as the prime minister was saying, how, you know, uh, everything is angelic, everything is coming from the ancestral point of view. So <clears throat> um, I, de- I, I decided to show you all what, what, what the game is about for football. The, the, the football thing is a cosmic analysis um, which was really inscribed inside of the uh, mathematical fact of the nation of Islam, dealing with cosmology. And what you have is uh, 120 yards from goal to goal um, in totality, which five percenters work with something called the lessons called the 120. But all that is really talking about is the easiest angle in astrology called a trine, 120-degree angle. When planets are approximately 120 degrees apart from each other, there's an easy flow. And and usually, just with simple mathematics, these are all the same signs that have the same element. These signs have the same element. So Gemini and Aquarius rock. That's why our Thursday show is a tremendous success, and people love it, because it's Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, and together, we all 120 degrees away from each other by, by sign placement. 
which means we form a, a big old triangle, 120, 120, 120, 360. So, but it's a triangle that's being formed here. Um, so the football field is 120, and it's talking about the easiest angle in the sky, although guys are playing for 100 yards, which is, which is a whole base 10 system. But like the prime minister pointed out, when you've got 11 people on one side and 11 people on the other side, then you've got a total of 22 players on the field, which correspond to the 22 Hebrew letters, which we know are, is a cosmic language. But see, the language in itself is really talking about your base amino acids, acids that are known to create protein in the human body. So actually, each letter in the Hebrew alphabet corresponds to a particular amino acid inside your body. If you know what the amino acid is inside of your body and what its function is, you can then start to vibrate the alphabet to awakening those particular amino acids and build yourself Bump the food for protein, you can build your protein from within yourself based off sound. But see, that's all in the sacred sonics joint that we got, and I'll talk about that. So you got 22 players on the field. But these 22 players, and then you got that one referee. Now here's the trick. The referee wears what? Black and white. The referee is the god in which the nation of Islam said, hey, listen, the God in person that is going to come into your reality is, is from a black man and white woman. So he's black and he's white, and then you will later get it in your transmission from Michael Jackson. It don't matter if you're black or white. You see? So now this one referee who says, I have to judge 11 people on one side and 11 people on another side, that's 22, Plus I'm black, plus I'm white, you see, that's 23, 24, because the, rep the referee represents the black and white in your reality. So it's 22 players on the field, plus the white, plus the black, that's 24. He embodies that. He actually becomes the 24th scientist that your whole Master Farah Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad, told you that there are a circle of gods. And there's 23 of these guys, but the 24th one is the one who actually does the judging, which is a referee, that actually does the judging of the nation. You see? So when these cats are playing four downs, these four downs are simply your four elements. Now, remember, we have, we have 22 uh, players on the field. So if you've got 22 players on the field, and then you got four downs, which represents your four elements and your four quarters. Then that four, because we know 22 goes to the Hebrew alphabet, that four gives you the sacred name of the creator in the tetragrammaton, the Yahweh-Wahi, you see? So now these four quarters, which are 15 minutes apiece, 15 minutes a quarter, gives you 60 minutes in totality, but I told you the field is actually 120 yards, so that means 60 on one side and 60 on another side. But the six, because six zero is six, the six is really just talking about the six days of creation, and that's why when you score a touchdown, you get six points, because it's talking about the six days of creation in which man was born. So six, we know in Kabbalah, we say six is the perfect number, because when you take all of his divisors, one, two, and three, and add them up, it equals that. But not only that, you can go back and find old conversations with Elijah Muhammad, and I'll quote, he'll say, like, man 
uh, man was born within the six. And I'm not talking about the 66 trillion years. So Elijah Muhammad is known on record already for talking about how man embodies the six. So hence these six points. But when you score and, and you actually kick a field goal, the extra point, there go your seventh point, your seventh point becomes the Shabbat, you see? So now these 22 players who are actually going for seven points, 22 by seven is the mathematical ratio of pi, 3.14, you see? So all of this thing is really a cosmic phenomenon that's taking place. Now, how do you know that it's what the messenger says? Because simple, when you look at time on the football field, not the clock, it is telling you that you start at the zero-yard line and you'll go up to the 50, and then when you get to the 50, it starts to count down again. So it's zero to 10 to 20 to 30 to 40. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. So time starts to, uh, to repeat itself or start over again at 50 because Elijah Muhammad said that complete universal change takes place approximately every, what, 50,000 years. So why is it that they start time over at the 50? And you know they do this on purpose because even when you kick the ball off, you kick the ball off at the 30, right? You kick the ball off at, from the 30. So if you can kick it all the way to the back of your opponent's end zone, it's called a touchback, or if they do a fair catch in the end zone, when you do a touchback, that automatically puts them where? At the 20. So how many yards did you travel from the 30 to the 20? You just traveled 50 yards. But 50 is something that we know in Kabbalah called the 50 gates of Binah and, and the 50 skulls of Kali in your Hindu aspect. But all that's talking about is how to open up aspects of your mind utilizing the number 50. So you got to play for first downs, right, which comes in, what, 10-yard increments because 10 in astrology represents the maximum amount of degrees two planets can be apart from each other, depending on the angle, it can be apart from each other that actually makes it a law. So a conjunction, for an example, if I am, let's use simple mathematics, if I am a 12-degree Aquarius, that means that if you, were, if you had any planets at 2 degrees Aquarius, because 12 minus 2 is 10, at 2 degrees Aquarius, you're 10 degrees away from me. That is called a conjunction. In the sky, you will see one planet right here, and then a little bit to the right, you will see another planet. And there's approximately only 10 degrees of space that exists between those, but they're very close. That's called a conjunction. So if you got something at 12 degrees Aquarius, I got something at 12 degrees Aquarius, this is a direct alignment in the same space. Well, you can do the same thing with this called the law of an orb. You can do the same thing when a planet is in opposition. So opposition is supposed to be 12 degrees Leo. Well, if you got something at 2 degrees Leo and I got something at 12 degrees Aquarius, instead of it being an exact 180 degrees, this is now approximately 170 degrees. But since it's 10 degrees away from the law of the orb, the law states that 180 is the exact number. But since I'm going to give you 10 degrees, you can be from 170 to 180 or 180 to 190, you see? So 10 in football is really symbolic for what's called a decadent, like a decade, 10. 
A decanate in astrology. A decanate is every 10 degrees, which is also the law of an orb. So they're actually playing for decanates here when they're going for first downs. Okay? So um, another point on that. So, again, when you're looking at, again, you're just dealing with the football field, you got to go um, uh, 100 yards, obviously, and then you got to do it in 10-yard increments before you get your – uh, you re-up on your elements again, you know, 10 by 10, obviously, or 100 yards by 10 is 10 by 10, 10 times 10. You see what I'm saying? It gives you that 100. So everything is, you're playing within a base 10 system. And all of this is just actually dealing with a science of uh, cosmology when we play in these games. So the God is the one that is black and white. So, so, so you got a mythology, a recent mythology, of uh, a character named Yakub, and Yakub was this uh, black big-head scientist who created a white race by understanding that inside of the black race there was a brown germ, and this germ was uh, you can isolate it and make it weak, and over uh, a long period of time you can you can start to graft that particular germ and make it turn into what we now see as different races. If it's true or not, you know, the physical story, all I'm saying is there's something that has already been talked about more on the metaphysical aspect. To me, it's more or less of you understanding how to bridge this gap and become the God that judged both sides. See, it's just like we said last year, um, um, the Baltimore Ravens was coming from Baltimore, so people were bigging up the Moors in that aspect, and rightfully so. But when you understand the 49ers, the 49 is a numerical value for a word that means Moab, and the Moors are infamously known to connect themselves to Moab from the Bible. It's a fact. So you're, you're, you're looking at the Moabites and the Moors, they're the same people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is the same people. You see what I'm saying? And let alone when you really look at who's playing the game, you know that it's the same people. So it's a cosmology uh, that's being played out every single time. See, see, the goal is, man, I'm not interested in decoding a damn thing. For what? I, I said that already. Like, like, you only are supposed to do that so you yourself can understand how to write a script, right? Now, if you're going to sit here and tell me that there's a mass ritual going on, and millions of people is doing something on this Super Bowl to brainwash people, like, okay, if you're that smart, then be smart enough to interject a program or yourself or people that's involved with you inside of that portal or space so it can get amplified because it's going down. We all on the earth, and hell, hell, you can just go there. Even if you ain't going to attend the game, at least you can do is be outside with your event, burning your incense or whatever you're going to do. You can tap into the current. You can tap into the current. So I'm not interested in, 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 in telling you uh, anything about what somebody gonna do to you, and 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 how uh, you know all, all that, that stuff, man. Like the prime minister just said, man, 
and and I and I give you I I give you some I, I give you some of the stuff I'm gonna talk about, which is already on a record, man. Um, and I'm I'm serious about this. Cats that's talking consciousness, that's lecturing. I salute them. They're doing a fabulous job. But I'm telling you, <clears throat> it's a missing component, and I ain't knocking them because they ain't what they do. They're supposed to be dealing with what they deal with. They specialty. They, you know, they specialize in what they deal with. You know what I mean? But missing the key component <clears throat> to it, <clears throat> and then it becomes, um, it becomes, it becomes, it becomes the same thing all over again. So. How do you tap into the quantum field of God? That that's the key. If God is real, and God's controlling everything, then damn, it can't even really be no losers. In that particular case, if it is any losers, then God ordained that person to lose. You know what I'm saying? So like, God is always winning. When do God lose? You see what I'm saying? God, you know, unless your God lose, and if He lose, that's cool. I like to I like to talk about that too, because that may be possible. You know what I'm saying? I like to entertain all kind of thoughts. So um. You know, some things that we've done on the record, um, uh, like I said, man, Friday, December uh, 31st, 2010, uh, I did a radio show called um, Happy New Year, Solar Eclipse, and the science of the number 13. I embodied the number 13, and number 13 is ours. It, 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 we totally took it over. It's nothing they could ever do with the number 13 again, and, I, and I'm, and I'm going to show this. Um, we talked about how on that day on the 31st of December, the last day of the year in 2010, we actually talked about how on January the 4th um, it was a solar eclipse that was taking place that year, which means January the 4th the sun and the moon were together in the sky. And this is interesting because January the 3rd is the Aprilion, which means this is when the Earth and the Sun are actually at their closest, and this is also the same time where the Earth is in direct alignment with Sirius. Some serious stuff is taking place. So if you look at it like in a diagram, um, just look at it like this. Look at Imagine a wall clock. Sirius is at 6 o'clock. The Earth is in the middle of the wall clock, and the Sun would be at 12 o'clock. You dig? This is what that alignment looks like. Sirius is in perfect alignment with the with the um, Earth, and then the Sun is in complete opposition to Sirius at this particular point in space. All right. So, um, so all of this taking place in, in Capricorn, which represents government. You dig? So, if, if if government is up on the science, then you got to understand that they're being actually. Um, um, they're being saturated with a cosmic ray, a solar eclipse inside of Capricorn to empower themselves. Um, but what you have to learn is how to identify points in the sky, especially when your ancestors is involved, Sebdex Sirius, um, and what's in uh, opposition to Sirius. Now, look at this. We're saying January the 4th, but, but, but this means that the sun itself is in opposition to Sirius. You dig so cap because remember Sirius is said to be within the constellation of Cancer. Now it's not technically in the Cancer constellation, but when you look at the Cancer constellation when it's up in the sky and you look a little below that to the south, you will see Sirius in in, in, in what we call Canis Major, that constellation, as it's not technically in the Cancer constellation but it sits up under cancer 
So for us just to keep it simple and classify what we call fixed stars, we say anything below a constellation and anything above that constellation, as long as it is in the same vertical line of space, we equate that with being inside of that constellation. Check. So we say that Cancer or Sirius is about 14 degrees Cancer. So July or June, I'm sorry, January 3rd, 4th come around, the sun, in this case solar eclipse, the sun and moon is in direct opposition to Sirius. So it represents government empowerment, but the government empowerment comes at the expense and opposition to Sirius. Hence, you would see the United States take a war physical against Syria. You understand that this is really a stars thing that's taking place. All right? So... What you got to do, see, when Bobby Hemmings said, you got to get on the phone and call up the spirit world, wasn't nobody asking, like, yo, what do you mean get on the phone and call up the spirit world? What does that look like? Explain that, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody just be like, like them old school guys, I'll be like, damn, they don't get like, ask how, how you get on the phone and call I'm going to tell you how you get on the phone and call the spirit world. It's, it's simple, and we do it all the time. So we say, listen, tomorrow is an alignment for malefic entities. And since that's the case, then the night before, then we need to go talk to our people on the other side, get on the phone with the spirit world. When that sun or star lines up at this particular time and it is visible, even if it ain't visible, but if it is visible, that's cool, it's visible, you need to go outside and you need to have a conversation of X, Y, Z. You get the details of it. So this happened. And then next thing you know, um, on January the 7th, 2011, magnetic North Pole's shift in effect the um, effects Tampa Bay Airport where they couldn't even, they had to ground the planes because magnetic North was bugging on them that they was like, oh, whoa, we got to recalibrate some things down here on the, on the, on the, on, from, look at this, airplane, air spirit, the plane of spirit. What do you mean? Like, all this time y'all got a runway, y'all been flying planes, now all of a sudden you got to stop and say, wait a minute, there's an increase in the, there's some type of magnetic flux going on, y'all mess around and miss the runway. Where did that come from? You see? So the magnetic pole shift. And it literally said that the magnetic pole was heading in Russia's direction almost 40 miles a year, literally. And I said, oh, I know what that is. The call came from the 40th parallel, 40th north. So that was an ancestor saying, okay, y'all gave a call, but I'm, I'm going to show you how we're going to come back in this reality for you. Right? So then... That was early, that's January 2011, 2011, I'm telling you, and this is talking about this 11, 2011, I promise you, what Kevin Hart say, I promise you, boo boo, I promise you, I promise you, 2011 alone, by itself, that year by itself was absolutely the most phenomenal, magical thing you will ever see in consciousness, and me and the Prime Minister say this all the time. 
and I mean this. I mean it. I promise you I mean every word of it. You can pick up any book on fairy tales, on magic, on, on folklore, mythology, even go back in your modern-day history and say Egypt was great. I am telling you there has never been anything greater than what we are talking about right here and can show you in this day and time, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you, see, when you're reading it from old, you got to imagine it. You ain't got to imagine a damn thing from what I'm telling you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. And here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So I do March, the first annual equinox was March of 2011, spring equinox, Serpent Mound. It's about 40 deep at Serpent Mound, walking the serpent. Right? This is March 21st, 22nd, 23rd, our annual equinox is the first one. And go back and check the archives. Google it. I want you to Google Missing Cobra Bronx Zoo. And you will see that they published that, CNN published that on March the 27th. So wait a minute. We on an equinox, 21, 21st, 24th. Four days after we leave Serpent Mound, you're going to tell me that a cobra came up missing out of the Bronx Zoo. Not any old cobra, not an Indian cobra. An Egyptian cobra came up missing, and we was just at Serpent Mound, and the majority of the people was from New York, and it came up missing from the Bronx Zoo? I'm not, no, 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 no. But yet you the same people that love Egypt so much that King Tut is known, and the pharaohs are known to have cobras on their headpiece. So maybe I'm tripping. Maybe, maybe. Let me give you a little bit more. I'm going to paint a clear picture on this next presentation, I'm going. I'm just going to be clear. It's going to be clear. And thank Lord we live in the United States of America. I'm telling you, because a nigga like me, they have been. Listen, I can get so hard in this astrology. We can go so hard that they they can they can finish astrology and say no more of that. You won't be doing that here. And out of the respect for people in the craft and people learning, learning, we don't even go as hard as we know we can go hard. In, in, in other words, in other words, if we lived in the time of witch hunts, I know our asses would be up we we'd be up on that list. Easy. Easy. So I'm telling you something. This is some real stuff here. You better go understand Haiti. You better understand Haiti. So let me give you a little bit more. So we speed it up to June 29th. I do a show called This is Serious Number Four Solar Eclipse 913. And now this is this is June 29th. You can break out the calendar on July 13, which is 14 days later to be exact. But that means it's 13 whole days that pass. July 13th. I did a show called 913. July 13th. I got the pictures of it. I got the timestamp of it. Blue Pill took a picture of a rainbow above the Black National Theater in Harlem. And I promise you, 
I got the audio. At minute 48, I said, you're going to go outside and you're going to send a rainbow from your pineal gland up to this particular body in space. And we'll do this for X amount of minutes. And then 13 days later, a rainbow appeared. Stop playing. Stop playing. Okay, I'll give you another one. You can Google this one. May 17, 2011, I did an emergency broadcast, and it was called This is Serious, the Return of the 144,000. I did this at midnight. This was at midnight. Later that day, Google this. On May 17, 2011, there was 144 quakes at the Bulusan, B as in boy, U-L-U-S-A-N, 144 quakes at the Bulusan volcano in the past 24 hours on May the 17th. So I do a radio show at midnight, said that the return of the 144,000 was coming, and somewhere in the news, a volcano went off 144 times in the past 24 hours. Now, they could have recorded that at 143, at 145. 150 quakes. Why did they wait to record it when it got to 144 quakes? That's not a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you a little bit more. One of my favorites, July 27, 2011. Special broadcast, The Serpent's Moon is the name of the uh, title. The Serpent's Moon. Why did you call it The Serpent's Moon? Now, this was on July 27th, because I said on July 30th at 2.40 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon will be conjunct the sun at 7 degrees Leo, okay? So it's going to be a new moon on July 30th, so July 27th, I talked about it. Leo in, in Hebrew is, is, is identified by the letter Tet, and Tet looks like a serpent, so I said this is the serpent's moon. Okay, now this is a fact. Only thing you guys do is just go back and look at the new moon phases for 2011. That came in on July 30th. I got the radio show and a picture to show you. I talked about it on the 27th. Well, look and behold what happens on the news August the 1st, about, what, four days later. Tennessee's family catches, catches a snake on the windshield. And when you look into that story, you can just Google Tennessee snake on windshield. It'll pop up in Memphis, which is interesting because Memphis is Menefer, which is in Egypt. There go that snake again. You've already been the serpent mound and the snake disappeared. Now you go on a record talking about a damn snake and the snake appears in Menefer, Memphis? Man, come on, stop playing. And they was leaving Cordova, Tennessee. It was over, he was over his wife's mom's house. The family. Cordova ain't nothing but Cordova, Spain. That's Moors. So they go to Serpent again. And then you read inside that story, I promise you, with Kevin Hart, I promise you, boo boo, I promise you, you are going to see that they had three children, and one of their children's name was Judah, which is the lion, which is Leo, which is the serpent, which is the letter Tet which is the new moon that I was prophesying about that was coming up, that that was the ancestors coming back down here in this reality. I can go on and on and on to the break of dawn with this, man, for real. Sick. And see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you don't know what we're going to do next. 
meaning you, meaning, meaning the people don't know what you can do next. And that's the new phenomenon of consciousness. Let's go out and create. I can keep going. So I'll close it with this one. The Prime Minister mentioned Gabriel, and that's where it's bomb. On the last radio show, man, so much, man, I got some heat on this thing, man. <laughs> I can't wait to release this. The last radio show uh, me and the Prime Minister did was called The Priesthood and the Two Witnesses, The Final Dimension. We did this on January the 26th. It was a Sunday at 11 a.m., right, which was last Sunday. And that was on the 26th. On that show, go up to the minute. You can listen to it, man. Listen, listen to what I tell you this right here, man. Listen to this one. Cause ain't no, ain't no guessing about if we men of God around here. Ain't no guessing about that shit no more. Uh-uh. Don't have no reservations about it. I got people who don't want to be my friend no more who call themselves spiritual teachers because it is evident that God is rolling down here. He's chosen. So let's start to draw the lines in the sand. So go listen on January 26th, just last Sunday. Go to the minute marker 118. And I said, Gabriel is on the way. That was Sunday. 48 hours later, Creator always gives me stuff in 48 hours. I'm going to give you two days, and it's coming. 48 hours later, somebody jumps off of the... J.P. Morgan building, named Gabriel McGee. And the prime minister saying, oh, you better look at that. So I look at it. And sure enough, McGee, ain't no E's in Hebrew, so then there's Madge, and then you are Mage. And you already know the magic is somebody called Merlin the Mage. But if you want to keep the E, it look like Magi or Magi or Magic. Gabriel, how in the hell you just say Gabriel was coming on the 26th, and even on the 28th when it happened, I didn't know it happened at that time. When it happened, I publicly finished my Gabriel contribution called Mercury and Venus Retrograde Report, The Arrival of Gabriel. And I officially changed my Facebook cover to Gabriel on the 28th, the same day that Gabriel jumped from a J.P. Morgan building, which I said, okay, that's obvious why our spirit world chose J.P. Morgan, because J.P. Morgan was the one that said, millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. So that was to give your mind a center point reference to the cosmos. This is a cosmic phenomenon that's taking place. We already know it's Gabriel, and I already pointed out how I knew Gabriel was coming. I'm already on the record 48 hours talk about Gabe is coming. Gabe ain't no softy. Gabe is the strength. And for real, for real, it was Gabe that used to actually put that work in before Michael took that post. This is, this is real stuff. I'm just saying, yo, I'm connected with God. I'm looking into, see, that's the whole, that's that, what I call the Neptune Dream Institute, 
what I'm working on, how to connect your mind to the highest level or the source so you can know. So now Gabe is here. So go to the website, myastrologycoach.com. Stop, 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 stop. If you want to, don't stop waiting for me to give you the cosmic green light. And 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 and, and for some people, stop mooching. I'm only asking five dollars for the report. And when I say the angel coming, damn it, the angel here, he comes. But if I do this for free, y'all pack it out. Spend five dollars and get the download and learn how to employ that in your life because I'm actually talking about the prayer to Gabriel and how you go for self with that energy since it's official that Gabe is here. So the Neptune Dream Institute, what is that? Because that got something to do with Gabe. Because why? How? Because Gabe rules the moon. The moon is intuition, and the moon and Neptune are synonymous. In planetary numerology, they will tell you that Neptune is the other expression of the moon. So therefore, if you were seven, then your day is Monday because Neptune is the ocean's Poseidon, but the moon controls the ocean, the tides of the, of the water. So they both got this, 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 this watery element to them which deals with dreams and intuition. So the Dream Institute is where we all meet each other on the spirit plane when we go to sleep. See, ain't, ain't no more, I ain't got time for this. Consciousness is tired of you being unconscious. This is what I'm talking about. How are you going to go to sleep and you don't know where you're about to go and what you're about to experience? And most of you can't even remember what the hell you dreamed about. We know that reality is a real phenomenon that takes place, but what is actually taking place, though? See, the goal is for you to bridge your conscious mind up with that and say, you know what, tonight I am going to be a serpent mound with the prime minister. That's what we're doing. It's called Inception. There ain't movies about this, The Matrix. There's movies about this phenomenon. This is real stuff. So you gotta be, you gotta start. We gotta start going to the final dimensions of consciousness, literally. Because if the seal of the will is Pisces and Neptune, and it is, and this is the realm where you get intuition and you become one, or the Creator becomes one with you, and the dreams start to come to you. Because guess what? You ain't never left your bed. That's for sure. The experience is coming to you. So now we got to learn how to have the same collective experience. And that's easy. And I, I swear, if I tell you all some of this stuff, you all be like, man, I don't know about that. I, I, I'm going to show you what I just talked about. That's easy. That's documented. But I promise you, I promise you, I said uh, on, the, on the radio show, the three wise men, this last Thursday, I was like, I had a dream about one of Jew's homies, one of his friends, and I told Jew about the dream, and Jew had a dream about him too, similar situation, 
And then we just found out yesterday that the brother made the news. I won't get into how and what happened, but he he made the news. So I never physically talked to him before. I seen him at the wedding, but I didn't get a chance to break bread with him. But so since I've talked to the prime minister day in and day out, I didn't already what he said collapse those photons and electrons. I collapse what is called time and space because I already know the situation of that particular reality so much so that I can go up into the future via dream world and see the reality before it unfolds. The prime minister having the same experience, we talk about it, and then a few days later the news comes and say, yep, look at that. See? So how can we meet each other in a dream world? And I've done exercises with people, and we've had the same experience at nighttime when we dream. Trust me when I tell you this. I'm I'm Pisces on the MC in astrology, Midhaven, meaning meaning the area where you're going to be successful at. This is your career. This is what you are here to do and be responsible doing it. So that means, and it's 11 degrees Pisces at that. So I'm master number magic in the realm of spirituality as far as a career. Neptune rules that, and then Neptune in my birth chart is in the sixth house, which is day-to-day work. So I know I'm on time. I'm almost 28 Aquarius. Go up a few degrees, and you'll see a star called Formalahud, which is Gabriel, which that means now I'm connected to Gabe because where the sun was at when I was born was in the region of space where Gabe operates. So when I say Gabe is coming, damn it, Gabe is coming. Why? Because we share a, we share a solar significance. There is, there is just a particular point in space that we share with one another. I ain't making it up. It's cosmic. I told you, you scattered starlight. You gotta understand what part, what 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 part of your light is around what, so you know how to call on certain energies to to, to make yourself whole. So we got the neuron network, myastrologycoach.com. Click on memberships, and then you got the Neptune Dream Institute. One starts March the 5th. The other one starts March the Neptune Institute. Uh, Pisces New Moon is March 1st. And two days after that, we have our informal con- we have our formal conference call on what that's about. See, it's real, man. I'm, I'm telling you, this, this, this right here, these two right here, <laughs> this right here, listen, listen, I am telling you, these are game changers for your mind, body, and soul. For your mind, body, and soul. Because these, those are different things. I want, you, I want y'all to be, I want to be clear on that. I keep, I'm telling you, physical health and spiritual health are not the same thing. And, and, and one does 
not affect the other. And I know you're like, how is that even possible? I got a technology and a test to prove it. I know people who may not be in the best physical shape. You can run up the mountains faster than them. A little big bone. But put them on that chakra or a test, they're going to smoke you. Now, what is that saying? Do they say they're they, they in better physical shape than you? Obviously not. Are they in better spiritual health? So, so these, two ain't, these two ain't even connected to each other. But there's a way to bridge that. Consciousness bridges them together. And that's what the Neuron Network is. That's what the Neptune Dream Institute does. And then this Qigong work that I'm going to do, because I've been showing y'all for pretty much a year that every time I do before and after, listen, I ain't got no problem showing y'all my birth chart. Easy. I ain't got no problem with getting on the aura machine and showing you. There, there's some people out here that's teachers, they won't dare tell you when their birthday is. They're afraid to do that. There's teachers who own aura machines but never show you their own aura and chakras. Why? What's that about? I show you my before, I failed. No problem, I'll be back in 30 minutes. And when I come back, Lord willing and Lord be on time, I'm bling blinging 100% on all chakras when I come back because I'm doing energy work. So I show you, I got proof on how to take you from a rainbow aura because that's not healthy when your energy is scattered in all these colors around, there's nothing consistent not healthy, energetic-wise, spiritual-wise. So I'll show you how to, how to fix that, all right? So something about that chi to get that chi circulating, work with the, what I call the most important system in the body, the circulatory system, because without it, ain't nothing flowing anywhere. Blood can't get anywhere, and that's what the chi does, how to circulate the chi. So I'm going to start showing you all that, simple techniques, straight off YouTube by some, by some Asian masters. About 15, 20 minutes to get you flowing. So when you come to these new workshops with the Neuron um, Network and the Neptune Dream Institute and, and, and get, get your brain scanned, see how much activity you got going in there, seeing what areas you want to focus on, cognitive mapping, uh, short-term memory, long-term memory, you want to improve yourself and your and organizational skills, 16 different um, programs to, to help you increase your mental power. And then at the same time, stepping it up into the spirit world. The only thing we got to do is, 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 have, is train our senses. Tonight, we're putting on frankincense. Tonight, for a month straight, we got a yellow candle. And we got the same angelic picture. And we say the same prayer at night. And we have an objective. You got your briefing via PowerPoint that we are going to meet in the king's chamber of the pyramid. That is the goal. And you see the chamber. You physically see the image of it. And then you're listening to an MP3, 
Every time you get in that bed and you're about to go to sleep, for the audio instructions to relax yourself. And now we start our journey. And you look over and you see Minister Jew, but he's not Minister Jew. He has an ID tag around his neck, and you see the number 11. You look to the right of him, you see someone with an ID tag with number 22. And you go around the circle as you look around, and you just see people with numbers. Because numbers is a universal language. See, there's certain shapes that we meditate on. I do this with my children every morning and myself. There's certain shapes which are universal in itself that, that, that does certain things in the brain. There's a shape that, that helps you. It's a power generator. There's a shape that will connect you uh, to another person, connect you to an event. The only thing you got to do is start to think of it, and it, and it can happen and it manifests for you within 24 hours. And all this got to do with personal magnetism too, man. See, that, that's the neuron part. So you got to get in a neuron network because it's all about magnetism. So certain shapes that bridge your consciousness. There's an intelligent force that governs every form of geometry, and we got to master that, and that's what we was doing in Kemet. It was mastering sacred geometry with the conscious mind to be able to interact with two, three, four, fifth dimensional energies. You still running away from a cross. And a cross is perhaps one of the most important symbols to meditate upon. Easy. Now you gonna riddle me this. How come there's pictures when there's hurricanes and, and these big old disasters and earthquakes, sometimes it just be that one Christian church that's standing in the midst of all that damn rubble. How the hell is that possible when they're supposed to be the evil, dirty, nasty church? What kind of damn spiritual power is that? What kind of God is that? So God rolling with Christianity now? Or, or everybody that's against you? See what I'm saying? We got, see, we, we, got to, we, we got to evolve real quick, but y'all get it. That's why y'all here. Those certain sacred symbols that we have that you meditate upon to raise your consciousness, and we all be on the same plane. Once we become familiar with that plane, then we can start doing some real work. That's why the Sufis is big on, on master teachers uh, uh, appearing to you in dreams. All right, you know, it's a part of my soul that always be out wandering, rolling with y'all. I get so many emails and, and conversations about that. Like, oh man, you was in my dream showing me how to. I was, and, I, and I'm not even conscious of it. And sometimes I could be like, oh, I was thinking about that person. That's what's up. But not conscious of the, what they're actually telling me. So my own fetch is like, yo, when you going to catch up with me, man? I've been over here doing this with people. About the final dimensions, man. Seriously. What it's about, man. So, Prime Minister, you there, man? I give it back to you, man. I don't know if you got a few people on the lawn. Uh, ain't nobody got their hand up, but if they want to put their hand up, you can press one. But um, go ahead, man. Oh man, you summed it up, man. Uh, visit the website myastrologycoach.com. Spring Equinox, New Orleans. We gonna be in the building. 
uh, Neuron Network coming up March 5th, March 1st. Uh, Neptune Dream Institute is coming up. So we got some life-changing programs on the horizon. Y'all interested? Um, check them out, man. And, uh, we're definitely here to help facilitate the goals, man, and help get things accomplished. But uh, other than that, man, you know, that's uh, my two cents on, on what it was for the Super Bowl, man, my recap. Anybody got any questions, man, press 1. Uh, <coughs> press 1, and uh, we'll take some callers. Yeah, we got somebody here. Eight one six two two three. What's happening? Eight one six two two three. Yay, nay, no. All right. Yes, this is you. Talia from Missouri. Hey, hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening? Hi, what's happening? Um, peace, brothers. Um, just quick question. I know you guys talk a lot about the significance of numbers. Uh, my Birth is seven eleven, and um, I wanted to know what is the significance of seven eleven. Go ahead, seven eleven. Well, <clears throat> eleven. We, we know we've been building on that this evening. It's funny. That's the same birthday for Jacoby Jones, uh, the young man who ran the punt back last year in the Super Bowl. Uh, anytime you're dealing with an 11, in your case, 9, or 7, 1, and 1 is 9, that's like totality. It's like completion. It's universal. I'm I'm actually a 9 of club in one of these systems that we use. Um, as a person that's got universal awareness, universal knowledge, um, you know, coming into understanding everything, you know what I mean, and being able to relate and information to others, uh, the gift that the Creator has given you to be universal, you have to expand yourself and be able to um, spread your wisdom to other people. That's ultimately the goal, you know, and then by you being a cancer, you know what I mean, 7-Eleven, that's like, you know, you're dealing with a lot of nurturing energy, you know what I mean, which is also good for, for teaching, you know what I mean, because you've got to be patient. You've got to have nurturing skills to be a parent, to be a mother. You know what I mean? That's actually the first teacher is mommy. So, you know, just tuning into that energy and um, just expressing it as much as you can um, and whatever it is that you're dealing with, it, it would be would be the, the um, would, would be helpful, you know, to other people and to yourself because you'll grow as you teach other people and inspire you to want to know more and, um, as you teach, you just always have an outlet to gain more information, man, and just spread your love and your wisdom to other folks. Okay, thank you. Peace. I, I would say, too, um, um, when y'all deal with numbers, always the, the purpose, the main primary focus of numbers is to understand a day of operation because you still live within the system of seven days a week, right? So no matter what you're doing with a number, always understand the day to carry out that numerical function. That's important. Um, so the day alone, 7 the day alone translates to a two. So like the prime minister said, that motherly energy, but that day for you is Monday, 
um, is is a powerful is a powerful thing today, right? Monday is a powerful thing for you. Uh, I, but with the Seven Eleven, though, I'm gonna tell you, man. I, I think that especially if you got any inkling towards what we call more science understanding, uh, which I, in my opinion, I think is the the best history ever. Is from 711 to 1492, almost 800 years of history where the Moors come up out of Africa and go up into Europe and just totally take over Europe, but at the same time civilize and educate and allow um, numerous universities. The United States of America ain't nothing but a mirror image of what we already done before from 711 to 1492, and we ain't even matched that. Yet, we, and that's the truth, the United States of America has not even matched the greatness of what we did back then. So for you to be born on 7-Eleven, to me, you're, 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 you're beyond great and a master. You're so cold that, that the dice game came and said, break them off, 7-Eleven, baby, 7-Eleven. You're so cold that the ancestors said, and for me to wake these folks back up to their greatness, we're going to put little stores in their in the hood called 7-Elevens to wake them up. So not only are they going to go to the little corner store 7-Eleven and buy dice and shoot 7-Eleven, you understand what I'm saying? This is to get them to understand that something very significant took place. And time runs in circles. That stuff ain't in the past. You can catch up to that because the earth goes around the sun and everything moves in this, in this circle route. You see what I'm saying? So 7-Eleven is a major imprint in the cosmos. So what you can do as that person, especially being the, the day of the moon, Monday, being a 7-Eleven of ancient but a current moon goddess, portal woman, you can do some serious, serious magic. And magic is simply saying, you know what, I intend to do X, Y, Z, and X, Y, Z is going to manifest once you center yourself and charge your emotion, because 11 is about emotion, it's a two. It's about, it's, about, it's about charging the emotion, and it's very, very important. Prime Minister talk about it all the time. It's very important. So I see you as the, um, I see you as the Renaissance woman in the new age, but it's a Renaissance mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's... I get what you're saying, and I, what I've been doing, I mean, I, I am involved in Reiki, and I have been for the past three years, so that has helped me focus and harness my multiple gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I have learned is be, um, when I did have my natal chart read, I discovered mm-hmm. about a year ago that since, you know, I am... You know, that water sign and um, fluid that I, I'm in a different house every two to two and a half days. So I mm-hmm. circle through everything so fast, but That's I right. have to learn patience because everybody is not circling that fast with me. So I'm right. doing a lot better with that, and Reiki has really helped me with that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Thank you for the insight, brothers. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Thank you for the call. We're going to Tahuti, man. Where we at? I think South Cat 803. What's happening? What's going on, man? Man, what to do, man? What magic you got for us? Man. (laughs) 
man. What's going on, dude? Y'all, 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 my take on it, I'm, I'm gonna put a little committed spin on it. I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm doing some stuff, but um, when I saw it with the Seahawks, that's still based on that our set, Azar resurrection story, and the she is mommy, which gave birth to Haru, which is the hawk, mm-hmm. and that, that, that connection. And it's funny that you you started talking about Percy Harvin and the lightning thieves um last Sunday, well January twelfth. We had the movie Percy Jackson came on. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I, I, I recorded. I'm looking at it. It came on Sunday, January 12th. The movie is one hour and 20 minutes long, which goes back yeah. to the connection when you talk about Percy Jackson and the, the lightning thief and all that. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, let me look at the Sunday that it came on. So if you start counting on that 12th of January, it falls on the Super Bowl Sunday, which is 22 days from the day that the movie mm. came on, so that's that mess that mm-hmm. we are building. I was like, wow. And when you start talking about Thundercats, I have the movie, the cartoon. So I said, let me take a picture of this. And I'm looking at the cover of the Thundercat cartoon that I have, and it's season one, volume two. That's that 12 game you're talking about. And if anybody know about Thundercats, you know that they, they when, when Lionel go and say Thundercat, 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 oh, he's really invoking Mother Nature, he's he's calling on that power. There's this lightning and thunder, and and that goes back to that that, that female, that feminine presence with the thunder cat, the cat, the power that they have. And he say, "Whole, oh, not really the whole. We talking about like you all guys talk about the whole you, the power that they had. And I mean, it's it's just I have a a, a lot of information. Like I said, I'm, I'm writing this stuff down, and it's amazing that the Super Bowl was played on Jan- I mean February second. And that's also Groundhog Day. That's Azar coming up from the underworld. He, 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 like, and uh, if you look at the Super Bowl from last year, that was based on that that feminine power. I said the goddess is bringing that energy in to raise the the, the power of the man, which we going into 2014, which is Azar's number. I said <laughs> Azar's 14. And if you look at mm-hmm. Bruno Mars. Like I said, that energy was totally different. Last year was more of feminine power, um, Beyonce, the energy that she has. So this time, if you notice on the stage at halftime, Bruno Mars was mostly male energy that was that was Azar being resurrected. And, and if you look at it, and I, I did some research about Bruno, Bruno means dark skin or brown skin. And the Germans had a meaning for Bruno too, which means shield or guardian, like, putting up a shield, so I'm, it, it's a lot of information, a lot of information. Like I said, I'm doing my research, and I, I'm going to shoot you guys some stuff because it's just crazy that y'all own this. And like you see, I'm looking at your calendar. The Chinese New Year started on the 31st, and the Chinese right. New Year, this is the year of the horse. The horse. <laughs> the Broncos. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. All this is not coincident. Like you said, this is correspondence the synchronicity, so it's crazy, it's crazy. And you was in here talking that knowledge, and I was like getting goosebumps. I was like, wow, man, <laughs> man, those guys are on it, they're on it. Yeah, man. That's what it is, man. Nah, you gave me some jewels on that one, man. I appreciate it, man, because that whole 12, yeah, that whole 120, and that, yeah, yeah, that whole, like I said, 22 players, you know, it's 22 players on the field, man. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, we, we look at this whole build-up to the Super Bowl, which was Saturday, which was the first. Then Sunday, which right. was the 12th, that, that, that the energy it was building up. The third, that's you have that trinity and mother, father, child be born. Right, right. That's what it is, man. But yeah, man, write that up, man. Write that up and oh, put yeah. that on the you know, floor, man. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. All right, man, I get with you. Appreciate you, IP, uh-huh. bro. All right. Man, where we at, man? I think we down at ATL, man. 404-831, what's happening? Chillin', chillin'. What's good, fellas? Man, what's good with you? Man, I just wanted to make a, a quick comment about the Super Bowl. Um, I was telling a few of my friends, like, just on the championship games, I mean, if you look at the caliber quarterbacks, you got the, the new school as far as San Francisco and Seattle going against the old school as far as uh, New England and Denver. You know what I'm saying? So no matter which squad went, you was going to have that, that young, you know what I'm saying, uh, Quarterback, kind of like Mike Vick, you know what I'm saying? They was dissing him back in the day. But now with this new cat, you know what I'm saying, this new breed of quarterback, now it seems like everybody is, like, uh, acceptable of this new quarterback that will take off and run, you know what I'm saying, but still can pass in the pocket. And with both of them brothers being half black, you know what I'm saying, it's amazing that no matter which way it was going to go, it was going to be where those brothers represent, you know what I'm saying, that new breed of quarterback going against the old guard. And then – them dudes out. That was crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But the uh, energy, like I'm a Pisces, you know what I'm saying, birthday coming up on the 23rd. As far as that whole thing, um, as far as that intuition thing, I mean, it's nothing but water in my signs. I mean, um, Aquarius, sun sign is Pisces, and uh, the moon side is uh, Scorpio. So as far as that whole intuitive thing, um, how can I, you know what I'm saying, uh, delve into that a little bit more as far as uh, uh, bringing in, you know what I'm saying, the, the intuition to help me as far as uh, positioning myself as far as that, uh, the right profession, so to speak. Yeah. Man, Pisces with a Scorpio moon. I see you in the Neptune Dream Institute. Come on through. Um, man, yeah, it's, it's a host of tools, man. Um, um uh, there's books on it, man. You know, on developing your psychic abilities. You know, you can just you can do anything. You can Amazon it um, to develop psychic gifts. Um, some some books are psychics for beginners type of thing, or psychic development for beginners. Rather, a pop up. So there's certain exercises you can do. Um, I got a course I don't really talk about a lot. Um, I let people gravitate to it called Spirit Activation. Um, which is um, modeled a lot after the uh, Golden Dawn um, Western magic that opened up your senses, um, where you got to do things like, you know, every day this week you got to go outside and you got to stare at uh, a tree. You know what I mean? The same tree. Every next week you got to go outside and you got to smell a certain smell every week. You know what I mean? Uh, it's preliminary work that, that opens up your senses, and then I put the astrological time into it based off the moon um, since she moves so fast and she's so intuitive herself to give you your hot days, the days that you definitely do not want to miss to open the senses up. So that's something on the website under classes, I believe, called spirit activation. 
Um, and then, okay. like I said, you know, you can just get some books on psychic development for beginners, man. And um, <clears throat> the, the premier thing, and I'm serious, though, because I'm really looking for, I don't want, like, curious people. I'm looking for certain markers, like people who got water trons, people who got water energy in their chart, Pisces, they got moons and feminine and, and water signs. Yo, I, I'm looking for y'all to come over to the Neptune Dream Institute so we can get it in. And then, you know, as well with the neuron network, too, because the, the neurons in your brain, when you start to increase them, that's only going to increase all of your mental capacities, which is the intuitive gift as well. So you got a host of options, man, you know. But uh, you definitely get it. And, and, and I can't answer the career thing because I would have to see your chart. And that that's a perfect thing to call in Friday at 11.45 in the morning, East Coast time, where we can give you a free reading, and I could answer that question. All right. All right, cool. I'll do that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. So, yeah. Hey, you too, brother. Uh, that's the last one. Got your hand up, man. We're going to Philly, 215 What's happening? Hey, how are you? Hey, hey Linus. What's going yes, on? Yes, it's my email. I got your email. I actually, um, I don't think you're on Facebook. I actually took your update. No, I don't. Him. I don't get on Facebook. I don't do Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I try to support yeah, yeah, you all other ways, but I, 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 I came from that world. I'm not getting on them. Uh, all good. I took your Bobby Hammett update on a love fund because I know they switched it over, and I posted that on my Facebook page and shared that with a few people. So I got you back over there. What's happening? Oh, thank you, thank you. No, I just sent out a whole gigantic thing on the um, on the playoffs and the Super Bowl to say that this was the year of the 14 and the resurrection and how everything threaded together. Just I, I got on late to the phone call because I only just found out that you were on tonight. When I checked this morning, I didn't have an email saying y'all were going to be on. But this, yeah, I, yeah, this yeah. evening, I just got on, and you were almost like 50 minutes already in. So um, all, all of that is in there. We, we very much in sync, very, very, very much in sync to the numbers, to the everything, and, and to how this also relates to Kanye, Yes, We Can, and the baby, Northwest, and all of that. I broke all of that down in there. It's, it's really, really... Good, and I just want people to know with what you're saying and, and what um, the cadre of us that are there to usher the rest of this in. Come on, it's time to dance and sing. You got to do your work. You got to be on your square. You got to you got to be responsible to do those things that you love to do, and then love with it. And everything is fine. It's not no doldrums. It's not no bad time. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. Is there shit happening? Yeah, but some shit is good as well, you know. So um, it, it's all there, and I want to know if the both of you, <clears throat> because I speak to y'all in the thing, too, about the 144 and some other stuff, uh, are both of y'all going to New Orleans? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, okay. We we do something down there then. That's for sure. That's for sure. So. Um, I thank you both again and read read the read the the latest one. Um what is it called? What is it called? Um, um da, da, da. I am the resurrection and the light, playoff analysis, breakdown and Super Bowl musings. Meow, meow, meow. So, um all all of that is in there with what you were saying and what that guy was saying. So pass it along and, and we just all 
coming together now because it's about unity and love and, and the other stuff is finished. We're on a new earth now. None of that other stuff can be anymore. It may just look like it's being for another minute, but but that's it. We got eons and eons to go from here and just uplift ourselves again and and be those those wonderful people from before but we what what's going to happen has never happened before we're going to do some very great wonderful 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 things that have never even been thought about so we can't be we crying in our milk come on let's dance okay thank you guys Hey, 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 Linus, what'd you say? Meow, meow, meow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it, it was all over the place. The whole, the whole, and, and what Honoré said, um, the guy, the, the guy who, the general for, for Katrina, it's everything, every piece put together on these last, the playoff games and this, and, and the Super Bowl. Um, this is apocalypse. This is everything, but it's a good Thing. Um, uh, Honoré told the people in Atlanta, pull your pants up like a man. Come on, stop being a little boy. Pull your pants up. But he didn't mean the ones who have their pants hanging down below their ass. He meant everybody in the in the who thinks they were still in charge. Come on, little boys. This is this is real game time now. Pull them pants up. We got work to do. You're going to do it together, then let's roll. You're not going to do it together. Then we got a mission, and we're going to make this happen now. And it's all glorious. But it's all new. Ain't nothing been done before. Therefore, this is ground zero, and we catapulting. So that's why Bruno had to be there in the masculine thing to bring back that part. And his mama, who was Bernadette, so all the prophecies have been fulfilled now. All the veils are back off, and, and we're ready to just fly, and all the angels, I, I, the Gabriel and, and others are here. Everybody's here. It's wonderful. So we're going to dance. But, uh, yeah, yeah, meow, meow, all sorts of that. And Bobby's going to be resurrected in May, okay? It's it's just yeah. he's loving everything. He's loving everybody, and, and it's about that love, unity, and um, trust, love, and respect for yourself and then for mm-hmm. others, a, a selfless selfishness that can only be wonderful, not negating, not mistrusting, not disrespecting or anything. This is it, and we got to be loving. we just got to be loving. So, oh, um, Batisi says he talked to Bobby last night. He's, he says he's in good shape, and he's thanking everybody for everything, and he sounds really, really damn good. It's, it's, it's wonderful. So thank you, everybody. Right, right. That's what's up. Appreciate it, Lion. That's that's what it is. Okay, yeah, we're gonna do all those things. Um, um, supporting those other things as well. So, yeah. Okay, have a great one, everybody. All right, you got you it. Too. You got it. All right, y'all. It's a wrap, man. Again, visit the website dot com, man. Join the mailing list if you have not. Just scroll down to the bottom, man. Like I said. Uh, hey man, make the spray equinox if you can. We got a meet us there option. Uh, we just participate in the ceremony, and of course you can travel with us um, that day where we do the tour. So if it's cheaper for you just to meet us there, and you know, or, hey man, you got some folks down there, or whatever, man. You know, hey man, I remember one trip, man. I grounded out, man. One trip, I slept in the car. Ain't nobody know it, you know what I'm saying? But it's just about getting the people together, grinding, doing what we got to do. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, if you can make it, man, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on with it. Come on down. 
That's the spring equinox, man. Of course, visit, um, hit the um, membership tab, man, for sure. Check out the Neuron Network, man, and, and the um, Neptune Dream Institute. And on the consultation tab, is something called Sacred Sonics. And uh, anybody that's interested, man, in monthly readings, uh, astrology reports, so you can understand your cosmic self better, I strongly recommend just clicking on the membership tab, man, and joining the Astro Tarot Network with myself and Keisha, man, we can get this information about yourself on a monthly basis and see how you can, you know, try your best to navigate it, you know. And, um, you know, do your thing, man. Become the master of yourself, man. So with that, man, I'm finished. And Prime Minister, you got anything, man, you can go ahead and close us out. No, man, peace, love, and life, man. we get up with y'all next week, family. Peace. That's what it is, peace.